Welcome to another episode of Failing Success. I'm your host, Chad Kalecki with Cosmic Design. Today on the show, we have Joe Sanders. Joe has a company called Relevant Elephant. It's a digital marketing agency, and he's going to share some experiences today. So, Joe, thanks for being on the show. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So, Joe, how did you get into the space? Well, I started doing marketing for, I got into the restaurant business early on, and then I started doing marketing for restaurants. And when I got, I'm a little older than you, but when I started doing marketing for restaurants, this was the time when, in my early 20s, when digital marketing was just being born. And even though none of us studied it in school and nobody at any of the companies we were working for had any idea what they were doing, Twitter had come online. Facebook was now allowing small businesses to advertise. And so it was kind of do or die at that point for marketers like me because we just had to kind of figure it out. So fast forward near almost 20 years later, I've been doing this since I've been doing this since we were paying 25 cents a CPM on Facebook ads, man. Like I've been doing this since the beginning. So that's kind of how I got into it. It's been a good ride. Yeah, that's great. So, so how many years have you had the business now? Ted relevant elephant for about eight years, eight years. Yeah. So I'm sure there's a lot and lots of obstacles on in that type of length of time. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I like the, the name of your podcast. I was, I was looking at that a little bit. And I, I, I can't agree more that one thing I had to do to start my company was quit my job. I think a lot of people are afraid of failure. And I think there's a, there, there's a healthy amount of failure you have to have in life because it's necessary. And I think that stress in another way, stress is good as well, because it, it, it helps you and, and failure and stress help you for making decisions, really, really bad decisions. Because something inside you says, wait a minute, this is too much. But when you want to go for something and you really feel like you're being led to do something, it's hard to do it halfway. And sometimes with me, I just had to take a shot at this and I just had to go out on my own and see what would happen if I did it all the way, all in. I think there's something to say for sitting at a table in your house looking at your computer and realizing that, hey, if I don't go out today and try to like drum up some business, there's not going to be any, right? And so so learning from the, the standpoint of, of being put in positions in your career to be allowed to fail. I had some great bosses who allowed me to make, to, to fail and sort of get a healthy relationship with it. It allowed me to, to be able to overcome some of the obstacles I had when I started my own company, which have been many. It's good to hear a story of you had to go all in and you had to risk it all. And by being pinned like that, you didn't have a choice but to be successful eventually. Well, I mean, it's like, that's when you find out kind of what you're made of. It's not usually at the point of comfort. It's usually at the point when you don't have a choice. It's like when some people are backed into a corner, literally, whether it's not necessarily something that has to do with business, but it's a life-threatening situation, which I've never been involved with. But you hear these stories of people like, oh, you just pushed me too far. You backed me into a corner and look what happened. I, I survived. I came out. But I'll say that from a failure perspective, you know, I talk about this a lot. That's why I was, I was interested as to why you asked me to do this. But I would say that like, like growing up, I failed a lot growing up. I was not a good student in school. At college, I was. But in high school, I wasn't. And I I'm very comfortable in, in, in the realm of being able to, to things not go exactly the way that I want, being able to overcome that. And I think that's really important, especially when you're in business. Like, it's not going to go the way you think. Like, your business plan or your business your your revenue streams and how you're going to it's it's 
if anybody's out there thinking about starting a, a business, which I, I'm assuming is what is kind of the point of this this the business, potential business owners are probably listening to this. Just remember that like all those plans you have isn't going to work, just so you know. But if you focus on the, the if you understand the fact that it's not going to work and you're willing to be able enough to just continue going, then that's where the that's where the the knowledge and, and some of the wisdom comes in. But it takes a lot. I mean, you have to you have to go through a lot. I mean, maybe not everybody does. I'm sure there's some business owners there like, nah, I started a business. I made a fortune. It was. Easy. Yeah, I'm sure there are people like that. But I think most of us have to scrim and scrape a little bit to get to get by. So, yeah, I wish that was my story. It was easy. It just worked. No, I pivoted more times than I can count. Yeah, right. Yeah. And you have to, there, and there are times for that. I think I, I, I talk to people sometimes and I go, you know, I think, I think there's times when you're like, well, what am I going to do? Like max out my credit card. People ask me that because I don't have the funding. I'm like, well, maybe, maybe, I don't know. Like it's possible if that's, there's a time for that. I, I know somebody, some really successful business owners who I'm in, I'm, I do some, who I go and I'm involved with some networking groups with who I kind of learn from. And they've said like, oh yeah. Like I wrote big checks to the, to the government for taxes. Cause I didn't know what I was doing and I've done this and I've done that. And they're like, you know what? Sometimes that's just what you have to do. One of the guys I know has a company is like a way bigger than mine. It's like maybe 150 million a year in revenue. I mean, it's a, it's a monster. He had to put up his, when he started his company, maybe 15, 20 years ago, he had to put up his house. He had, he had to put his house up and borrow against his house to start his business. Now, if that's not somebody who's willing to fail to be successful, but if you don't, and, and you don't always have to do that, but that's what it takes sometimes. If you really are convicted that this is what you should be doing, or this is what you really want to do, I think it would be better off. I think you're better off doing that than regretting it later in life and getting comfortable with something that you're just like, I, I have an aversion to being comfortable and I don't, I'm not comfortable when I'm comfortable. So maybe that's just me, but I, I respect people like that. And I like that when they when you hear stories like that. Yeah, I know. I have some friends who are like you in that way. The discomfort is the comfort. Absolutely. Yeah. And there's not a lot of, and not everybody's built that way. And that's okay because you're going to need people in your company. If that's what you're trying to do that are not entrepreneurs and that are going to help you grow your business because they're not entrepreneurs. Now they may have an entrepreneurial spirit, which is, I think is healthy especially for startups and growing companies, because you need people who can think outside, so think outside the box, but who can think on their feet and who can make things happen. But you need people like that in your, in your business who are going to be like, this is great. I, you're, you're giving me what it is I want and you're paying me well and I have stability and that's what some people strive for. So without the other people in, on that, the other side of the, the, the fence, people like you and me wouldn't have companies because everybody would just quit our job, quit the job that we're paying them, go start their own business. Right. So you, you've got to have, you got to have both sides and it's, it's important, I think, to understand both sides, but, but yeah, I don't, I don't see a way of sometimes doing this like halfway. I think, I think you have to, if you're that type of person, I think you got to go for it. It's just my opinion. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you have to take on debt. Sometimes you have to pay more taxes than you're comfortable with. Like on the path of you saying making mistakes early on with like paying a tax bill. I remember years ago in one of my first businesses, one year we paid, we hired a CPA who we then fired. We paid a tax bill of a hundred grand. And right. I'm like, ha looking back on it, I'm like, wow, that shouldn't have been. 
that yeah. shouldn't have been that much. Absolutely. No, it, it's if you don't sometimes it's like the the old adage, like you don't know what you don't know. And you're like, oh, we're doing really well. We're making all this money and profits are up and revenue is up. And you're like, yeah, great. But guess what you don't know about business? And and yeah, I've I've been I've been down that road, you know. And 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 it's a it's a but again, it's just it's part of it. It's just part of the just part of the part of the journey, man. You can't, yeah, you can't yeah. be you can't be afraid of that kind of stuff. You know, that's just stuff we can we people we can figure that out. Yeah, you, know? you got to be willing to make those mistakes. Absolutely, yeah, definitely. Is there a moment looking back with building your company where you say, "Oh, that was pivotal for me"? I think when I started going out and learning how to do networking um, in the digital marketing space, networking is a big deal, and there's a lot of competition in what we do, and the differentiation between what one company does and another company does is very, 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 very thin. So I think when I went out and I started networking to, to just to network, cause I didn't really know what else to do. And then having a couple of like aha moments of like starting to learn the landscape of how to network. Like I go to an event and I would see, I would hear everybody stand up and talk about what they do. And it was, it was the same people every time I'm a banker. And then the next person, I'm an insurance agent. And the next person, I'm a financial planner. And there was like a hundred people in this room and 99 of them were either a bank insurance agent or a real estate person. But that one person who stood up and said, Hey, I do, I'm the general manager of a, of a mall or I own a restaurant. And I'm like, okay, that's somebody that I want to talk to. And then just going over and talking to them and re-figuring that out. That was a moment I think for me to, to realizing like, Hey, like there is some power in this. Like if you, if you, if you do that, if, if you can learn how to do that to a point, it's, it becomes a pretty valuable skill. And the other, the other thing I think with that is that it's a scalable, it's a skill you can teach. So like when I hired my first sales manager, like that's what I was teaching. Just don't do what I did. Like, let me tell you when I, Mark, when I went out and networked this thing for four years and I grew it to a good place where I can afford your salary, this is what I want you to do. This is how you network. This is how we grow this. This is how we grow in this business. This is what to say. This is how to say it. Things like that. That was a that was a moment for me where I realized, you know, I can scale the sales of this company now in a way that I I think will be effective. I find a lot of times when you're networking, you're going out and doing things, you're you're, you're talking to a lot of people who don't want to be there and they're just there because like their company's paying for it and they, they get like a free two hours in their day to like eat lunch with a bunch of strangers and they find it fun. And the other well, those of us, they're there like, no, we're here to build relationships. I've scored some humongous deals in my life that I still have for years and years and years that have turned into even bigger deals by doing that and by learning that skill. Yeah, the power of networking and forming strong relationships. I mean, at, at the end of the day, that's what building a business, it's key, it's integral. It is, and, and, and in the digital marketing space, I say this now with with a lot of confidence in that when I go when I go networking or I go meeting with a bunch of business owners, every single person, because because of what I do, every single business owner that I talk to needs what I say I'll do. I sell web services and SEO and video production and, and, and social media. Like we sell our whole, our team, that's what we do, right? So every single business owner needs what we sell. They don't necessarily want what we sell. That's the sales aspect of it. That, that's the point where you, you know how to carry yourself and you talk to somebody and you figure out what is it that they, what is it that they actually need? And then you talk to them and then, then they go, and then you tell them what you've done for other people or what you can do. And then they, that turns into, oh yeah, I want that. You know, 
but but everybody does need need what what we sell and i think it's unique in that having a digital marketing agency it's unique in that in that way because i don't think insurance people are that way i don't think financial planners or real estate people are that way maybe maybe to a point but not as immediate as what a digital marketing manager and and, and more so a digital marketing professional who who knows about marketing and not just posting things on facebook and charging people an arm and a leg to do it. That's that's kind of where that makes us look bad. But but yeah, I do I do find that that's really important is the networking. It's it's pretty important. So Joe, if somebody wanted to reach out to you or your company, how would they do so? We are at relevantelephant.net. We can be and I think that's probably where you can find everything. We also have a podcast. It's called the Start Marketing Podcast with Joe Sanders. We have a book called Stop Posting, Start Marketing that can be bought anywhere books are sold. And we're on all the normal, usual and social media places that you can find people. Well, thanks, Joe, for being on the show. And thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of Failing to Success. I'm your host, Chad Kalecki with Cosmic Design. Make sure to like, comment and subscribe and we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.